0: Now, in the wake of heightened tensions in the Middle East, Pakistan has launched missile strikes into Iran, resulting in reported casualty. The reciprocal airstrikes have added to the complex dynamics in the region, already marred by conflicts involving Israel, Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran-backed groups. And joining us today is Muhammad Taymour Khan, a research analyst from Islamabad Pakistan, to provide insights into these recent developments. Brother Muhammad Taymour, Assalamu Alaikum wa Wabarakatuhu, welcome to the show.
1: Wa salam and thank you so much for having me.
0: So maybe you can tell us what prompted Pakistan to launch missile strikes into Iran and what specific targets were they aiming for?
1: Uh, well, initially Pakistan was taken by surprise when uh, a couple of days ago Iran uh, launched unilateral and unprovoked attack inside Pakistani territory violating Pakistan's territorial uh, integrity and targeted uh, some uh, civilians uh, uh, that were on the border areas. Uh, So, as a response, initially the Foreign Office of Pakistan uh, condemned these uh, unilateral attacks and unprovoked attacks by the Iranian military inside the Pakistani territory in strict words. And later on, uh, it was decided uh, by the political and military leadership of Pakistan to uh, respond uh, to these uh, attacks by the uh, Iranian authorities. And then Pakistan uh, reciprocated in launching uh, cross border uh, attacks, missile attacks, and loitering munition attacks uh, on uh, several targets, uh, at least seven. Uh, identified targets inside the Iranian territory, some 40 kilometers inside the Iranian uh, territory, and targeted militant hideouts of uh, the Baloch Liberation Army and Baloch Liberation Front that are US designated terrorist organizations, which resulted mm-hmm. in the deaths of at least 30 uh, miscreants, including two uh, uh, high value targets as well.
0: So how do you assess the potential for further escalation in this current situation, considering the broader conflicts involving, um, you know, the Middle East with what's happening with Hamas, Israel and Hezbollah as well?
1: Well, initially, uh, you see, the situation was very fluid and uh, very precarious. Uh, I'll be very honest, and it was uh, uh, it was being expected that uh, the situation might escalate further given they already... Uh, broader uh, the security tensions that are prevalent in the region. However, there exists uh, several uh, dialogue uh, dialogue mechanisms and uh, communication channels within uh, Pakistan and Iran. And uh, those communication channels were operationalized and then dialogue ensued. And now it is uh, it seems that the escalation might not escalate further inshallah and uh, things might be resolved amicably, amicably in a political manner.
0: Oh, alhamdulillah. But One of the analysts have been suggesting that maybe Pakistan's response was driven by domestic pressure. How do you see the internal dynamics that influence the decision-making process in Islamabad?
1: Well, I would humbly disagree with that analysis because uh, the same can be said about uh, uh, Iran's internal political uh, dynamics as well. Because as we know, that uh, just like Pakistan is about to have uh, general elections on February 18th, Iran is also expecting to hold its general elections in, on March 1st, 2024 uh, and uh, the public opinion against the current regime in Iran is also uh, is also not very good and the voter turnout is also expected to be extremely low uh, in the upcoming general elections in Iran and the reformists are really gaining popularity with, uh, among the Iranian population. Plus, Iran is also facing a lot of pressure from within regarding its performance uh, uh, against Israel as well. So internal dynamics of Iran are of more importance here as compared to those of Pakistan. And mm-hmm. I think that is why Iran uh, sort of uh, uh, you know, broke the first blood and instigated such attacks to which Pakistan only responded.
0: Yes. Now, China called for restraints from both sides. How do you see or how might international players, particularly China, influence the de-escalation efforts that have taken place between Pakistan and Iran?
1: Well, uh, that's, uh, you know, you have to understand that China has a lot of uh, strategic and economic stakes in the region, especially yes. with regards to Pakistan and Iran. Uh, in Iran, China has already signed a 25-year deal which is worth $400 billion and with Pakistan it is already uh, embarking on a project known as uh, China-Pakistan Economic Corridor which is the flagship project of China's BRI. Uh, so there are a lot of economic stakes involved of the Chinese in the region plus China is also strategic partners with Iran as well as Pakistan. That is why there are several uh, stakes of China involved and uh, Chinese do have a lot of currency within both these uh, countries. That is why uh, all calls for mediation are welcomed by both parties and I don't think so that uh, there would be need of any external interference uh, for mediation between Pakistan and Iran because, as I mentioned, that uh, although Chinese have a lot of stakes in the region, but there exists several mechanisms of dialogue and discussions within Pakistan and Iran, uh, which can be used and which are being used uh, in order to resolve their bilateral issues.
0: Mm. Well, that's a good thing, because that was my, f- my final question for you. Do you see further, a, a further diplomatic shift in the relationships between Pakistan and Iran? And I think you have mentioned that they are basically, uh, you know, starting to, to, things have thawed out a bit and they're talk, talking at the moment. So hopefully we'll see none of this happen again.
1: Uh, Inshallah, I hope so as well. But you see, definitely these attacks were a big surprise and they definitely left a bad taste in the mouths of both Pakistan and Iran. And it is going to take some uh, time in order for things to simmer down a bit uh, mm-hmm. as you are aware that pakistan called off its own ambassador back to islamabad yes. from iran and has also instructed the iranian resident ambassador in islamabad to remain in tehran and not to come to pakistan until further notice and all high-level meetings were also postponed from pakistan but the hotlines and the communication channels are now operationalized the military leaderships are talking to each other as well as the intelligence are being shared and all those hotlines are being operationalized and brought to utility in order to resolve these issues amicably and so that the diplomatic uh, relations between the two countries can uh, resolve as normal.
0: Inshallah. Well, shukran for your time, Brother Mohammed Taimur. Much appreciated. And uh, we hope Jazakallah. that things, uh, you know, get better rather than get worse in that part of the world. The last thing we need is another war.
1: Definitely. Amin. Jazakallah khair. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Wa salam and that was Brother Mohammed Taimur Khan, who is a research analyst from Islamabad in Pakistan, talking to us about the escalation that took place between Pakistan and Iran. But as he says, um, the lines are open and the channels of uh, negotiations are being used. So, inshallah, we won't see um, more of this. And uh, hopefully they will come to an um, amicable resolution with regards to this.